Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 314. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. Thank you for listening to the blogcast. I am recording quickly this evening, doing my best to get this one out fast, so I'm not going to say anything dumb, I hope. Because sometimes what happens here at the beginning is I start talking and then I hate everything I say. So I just stop and then I do it again and then I do about 10 more times. And then, then, then I'm ready to read you the blog post. But today I'm just going to barrel through. If this is dumb, I apologize. It's just what's happening. Okay, so today's blog is about Ray Liotta, who's a great actor uh, and who passed away recently, which is very sad. Um, I, I don't know if we know yet what happened, but, um, but it is a, a very sad. He's, he, he was fantastic. Um, but I heard him talking on a podcast, and it inspired me to think about some other things. So here it is. Men Most Macho in the Theater. When I saw Ray Liotta had died, I was shocked and saddened. I was a fan of his work, and he seemed like a good human. In his honor, I listened to an interview he did with Mark Maron on the WTF podcast a few years ago and enjoyed learning more about him and his journey. It did make me think, though, and it did make me wish for change in the way we do showbiz. Apparently, Leota had no real interest in acting when the opportunity to do it presented itself to him, He got talked into auditioning for a show because of a cute girl and stuck around because a teacher encouraged him. Nothing too crazy there. I've definitely heard this sort of story before. But it's the reason that Leota theorized that his teacher encouraged him that got me thinking. Leota had always been a jock, and it sounds like a fairly macho guy. His teacher responded to him because they didn't get a lot of guys' guys there in the college theater department. He saw a kindred male spirit and a kind of rare bird that they needed on the stage. Leota really wasn't that keen on acting in the beginning, but he got to play some very juicy roles at his university, and it's not just because he was good. I'm guessing Leota's college decided to do A Streetcar Named Desire, because they had a guy who could play Stanley Kowalski. They did Taming of the Shrew, probably because they had a guy who could do a macho Petruchio. Leota got to learn how to act by doing some of the best roles in the canon, and the college got to do some shows on its list. All very reasonable. Many a school will choose their season based on who they have in a casting pool. I get it. On all levels but it also troubles me. Because while I'm glad we had Leota's talents to enjoy on the screen, the way the path was smoothed for him, when he gave not two figs for it at the start, and the way it is not smoothed for so many others, just doesn't feel fair to me. The way the American theater and cinema fetishizes macho men is disturbing really. There are endless roles for them, despite the fact that the theater is largely populated by women and gay men. Fellas, is it gay to be into theater? Maybe a little bit. 
Yet, in spite of the inherent queerness in the form, or maybe because of it, the macho man is embraced, encouraged, and given pride of place over and over again. The American theater is dominated by macho plays and macho actors. How many revivals of American Buffalo do we need? A lot, apparently. I loved True West the first time I saw it, and even the second and third time. Then there was that time my assistant directed a production of it at a college of 75% women. Enough's enough. Anyway, Leota wasn't in the theater for long because this pipeline between the theater and film was built for men like him. Macho men from the theater get snapped up into film, which also has a high demand for men who could be mobsters. And so someone who had no interest in acting at first could be swept up into one of the most prestigious careers around. And I'm glad that it happened to Ray Liotta because I'm happy we had him while he was here. But I can't help feeling sad for all the people who loved the theater, who ate, slept, and drank it, who would have done anything to have a shot, and no one ever took them under their wing and helped them to a wide range of opportunities. No one ever chose a season based on their presence in the casting pool. No one saw them in a play and put them in a soap opera. No one ever saw them in a soap opera and put them in a prestige film. I hate looking at a class full of actors and knowing that the person most likely to find success will be the man most macho, no matter how much more talented or dedicated or passionate his peers might be. Sorry, ladies, non-binaries and gays, the theater is dependent on there being thousands like you, but it will always choose the macho fella who doesn't care about it first. The theater loves a cool, disinterested man who can help it grapple with masculinity, I guess. Anyway, R.I.P. Ray Liotta, even if I am a little mad about how your success came to you. One day, I'd love to hear a story about a woman who just didn't care that much about theater, but some teacher just had to have her in the show anyway, and she became a big, big star. I got a couple messages from theater people about this one. They were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's a frustration that many of us have felt around who, who rises and who, who is never seen again. Uh, someone told me a story about uh, someone that they knew who was just terrible but is now famous, and it's just because they're... The macho dude. <laughs> and then also there was some stuff that was like, yeah, it's not just in the theater either. Like macho fellas are preferenced in every field, which I thought was a good reminder because it it does, uh, you know, it's, it's maybe easier to see in the theater because these are all visible uh, people and visible especially like on a screen or on, on stage. And it's very obvious who we're looking at. Um, but like, yeah, in other fields, it's true too, which is important to remember. And I thank that person for mentioning it. So I have learned 
the village people's macho man for this blogcast. And I will play it for you very shortly on guitar. Um, meanwhile, thank you so much for listening. If you like the blogcast, please tell someone about it. Share it on the social medias. Like, subscribe, review, other stuff. I, yeah. And if you'd like to support it with your dollars, there's patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. There's Kofi. There's PayPal. All those links are in the show notes if you would like to listen to my audio drama, The Dragoning. We are four episodes into season two, and that is on any mm, platform that you're listening to this on. You can also find The Dragoning. We'd love to have you. And I believe that is all the things. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, I'm going to give you here (laughs) Macho Man. Because, you know, I had to. I did leave out the sort of funkiest part of the song. So I've stripped it down a little bit. I just, like, there's no, there's no good way to do the, the funky bits. Uh, for me, there's plenty of good ways. The village people managed to do those funky bits quite love, love, lovely. No, <laughs> they do them fantastically. So, uh, but this is a more... More, more uh, contained, Macho Man. Um, I think that's all I need to tell you about it. What a song, you know? <laughs> I mean, it was a big hit when I was a small child, so it feels very elemental to me, this song. Like, you know, one of those foundational tunes and I imagine there's many subsequent generations who, who never heard this song. And I, I, I feel y- you will enjoy it if you have not heard it. Check it out. The video is also really something. Right, so here it is. Macho Man. to be a macho, macho man, to have the kind of body always in demand, jogging in the mornings, go man, go, works out in the health spa, muscles glow, you can best believe that he's a macho man, ready to get down with anyone he can, hey, 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 macho Macho man, I've got to be a macho man, a macho, macho man. I've got to be a macho, macho, macho man. I've got to be a macho man, a macho, macho Tell a macho he has a funky walk. His western shirts and leather always look so boss. Funky with his body, he's a king. Call him Mr. Ego, dig his chains. You can best believe that he's a macho man. He likes to be the leader, he never dresses grand. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 macho, macho man. 
macho man, oh macho, macho man. I've got to be a macho, macho, macho man. I've got to be a macho man, oh macho, macho man. I've got to be a macho. Every man ought to be a macho, macho man. To live a life of freedom, machos make a stand. Have their own lifestyle and ideals. Possess the strength and confidence, life's a steal. You can best believe that he's a macho man. He's a special person in anybody's land. Hey, 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 macho, macho man. Macho man, oh macho, macho man. I've got to be a macho, macho, macho man. I've got to be a macho man, oh macho, macho man.